existent. I'm in a continual, permanent, protracted, unending mood. I'm Welcome back to the uh, European episode. European. European, I'm a peeing, we're all we're a peeing. We're all a peeing today. We're all a peeing, because we're, we're drinking beer. And, but, yeah, we're going to get into this beer. And we're smoking an Italian cigar. Italian cigar from Toscano, the Toscanalo from Toscano. Cigars. So we chose, again, to keep on going with the summer doldrums and the summer heat. We yeah. wanted a nice, cold beer, but this is a different beer. We're doing a Berkhoff, if I said that correctly. Yep. Berkhoff. Berkhoff. Yep. <laughs> it's a Lithuanian beer. It's a Belgian-style <laughs> ale from Lithuania with a German name. Yeah. It's a Lithuanian beer, so I'm thinking we'll be a little radioactive when we're done. I mean, but that little, <laughs> what can go wrong, but right? they're not just a standard beer. No, but actually, they're very good. So Austin brought them. So we have a Bergkopf grapefruit beer and a Bergkopf pineapple beer. Yeah. And they're 5.5% alcohol by volume. Yeah, so they're not awesome. Rodlers. It sounds like a Rodler, but Rodler, they actually use juice. This uses flavoring, so it keeps that alcohol mm-hmm. level up. And it's, uh, look, I've already taken a sip. I'm not going to give it away, but I'm damn surprised. Yeah. Hey, I'm just staying out. I like them. I now, like them. Now, yeah. I've never had them with a cigar. Nah. Definitely never had them with this Toscano. That's this is going to be interesting. So the Toscano, it's it's a little cheroot. It's basically a, a dried cigar, so you don't have to humidify it. The Toscanello is a real small one. It's only about uh, four inches long. Mine's humidifier has been out here for ten minutes already. <laughs> Look at it swelling up. Remember how hard it was when we took them out the box? Now oh, it's yeah. getting soft. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Um. So, anyways, it's uh. I mean, basically, they're just a, a, a small little shroot uh, cigar, and they use a lot of KFC, Kentucky Fired Cured Tobacco in it, so it's, it's very, very smoky. Yeah, and as soon as you smell it, you know, hey, this is smoked tobacco. It might be KFC, but I mean, you put it so you know. Oh, yeah. well, let's see. Let's you smell, smell it. it. Oh, you smell, to smoke. me, I smell KFC, yeah, Kentucky smoke. Fired Cured Tobacco, same thing, drawing through it. To me, drawn through it, I get the smokiness, but it's still medicinal. We were talking about that earlier. I get this medicinal taste. It's like... Almost creosote y, you know what I mean? Yeah. But very, yeah. very rough resin. looking cigar. I mean, it's veiny, bumpy. Oh, yeah. And I, we will laugh if we Star Trek fans out there, the original Star Trek, the one from the 60s, if you look, go back to the Doomsday Machine, that, that turd <laughs> flying around in space, destroying planets, it looks just like that. It, it does. <laughs> I, mean, really, I looked at it like, hey, it's a Doomsday Machine. <laughs> so, anywho, on the beers, the grapefruit beer, <laughs> it's colored orange. It looks like grapefruit. Yep. It's kind of kind of orangey brown. Yeah, orangey brown <laughs> beer. And the funny thing, so we poured these the European style. You open a can and you just slam it down. We got big yeah. pills and glasses to kind of aerate it. Very small head. I mean, the head was maybe half inch. Oh, gosh, yeah, minimal. So, and on the pineapple beer, <laughs> looks like yellow pineapple. It does. This one, you pour it and it does have it, a head. It actually looks like pineapple juice. It does. Yeah. It, it looks like pineapple juice. So, you want to do the beers so they're, first? They're both cloudy. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, they're both kind of cloudy and stuff, but it doesn't seem to be a yeasty cloudiness, though. Although the can says, be careful, there may be sediments in the bottom of the can. Oh, okay, so, so maybe there is more yeast there's than I was yeast in there, But it's a can, I can't tell you. Look, at I mean, the can is literally black. Although, we got to tell you, look, the grapefruit can has got this really cool plastic thing on it where you can reseal the can. You can actually reseal it. But it takes you 20 minutes to figure but out it, how to help it. But it's a Mensa it. test. <laughs> it's, it's a drunk test. If you can't figure out how to reopen it, that you ain't driving. <laughs> but if you look at the bottom of the can, it's black, so you don't know the sediments in there or not. Again, yeah. it's Lithuanian. It might be a fingernail in there, a finger, <laughs> toenail, Lord knows what. <laughs> a little, little rat tail. <laughs> a little rat tail. So smelling it. Smells like beer and grapefruit. <laughs> Imagine that. I mean, it smells like a pilsner, right? 
It does. It's not malty. Mm-hmm. It's not like a Hefeweizen, like the uh, the no. Rodlers from Germany and Austria that use the uh, Hefeweizen and the very yeasty beers. It's just like a Pilsner, Pilsner. with an undertone of grapefruit. grapefruit. Yeah. yeah. I really can't break it any much more than that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but tasting it, it's cool, refreshing, and yummy. Yeah, I get the beer right up front, yeah. and then it follows with this nice, smooth, grapefruit, citrus follow-up. Refreshing. <laughs> and it's a little tart, a little sharp on the end, though. It does. It has. It's a not sharp. a sweet grapefruit. It's a tart grapefruit. No, it's it's yeah. It's like grape <clears throat> grapefruit juice. Yeah, just you know, period. Just no sugar. Just grapefruit juice. Yeah, because I look. Austin and I both love the Stiegel grapefruit rollers that we talked oh, about before, and the, and the Schufer, the Schuferhofer oh, from yeah. Germany. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you can drink those down by the gallons, right? Yeah, and they're they're only two and a half percent because right. they cut them with all the juice. But it's a slightly sweeter grapefruit than this, and you taste yeah. the grapefruit more in here. This one, you taste more of the beer. Yeah. We get a little water, and we do the pineapple. Yes. All righty. And then guess what it smells like? Let's see. Pineapple? Very good. See. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. This one, you get pineapple immediately. The oh, other yeah. one, you get beer and then grapefruit. Yeah. This one, you get this pineapple. Pineapple up front, period. Yeah, really no beer. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It's so good. That's better. Isn't that good stuff? That's better than the Yeah, grapefruit. I like the pineapple better than the grapefruit. On the Damn. grapefruit, I'd rather have a Rodler yeah. from a flavoring perspective. I like that yeastiness you get out of the Rodler with the grapefruit because it, it rounds those citrus oh, notes. Yeah. It, it, it's, but, but this, this pineapple is just. Well, we had that pineapple Schufenhofer. I think I like this one better. I think this one's better. Yeah, I think uh, uh, the pineapple expresses better in this, the flavoring, than the Schufer pineapple version i still love that shoe oh i love it too it's delicious this is really good that one's filling because it's got all that yeast in the bottom you try to slam two down you're like okay i'm pretty much done (laughs) (laughs) it's a filling beer (laughs) but that's damn yummy i like that all right you're lighting up yeah i'm gonna light up all right so as he's lighting up as always a big shout out to our sponsors the original bourbon club you can check them out on the original bourbon club.com you can also check them on all social media as we always say, quarterly tastings, uh, you can go on the actual barrel picks, access to the barrels. We just got a nice, actually, old Austin money. He just picked up my bottle. Oh, shit. I forgot he, to bring it, you too. You didn't bring me my nope. bottle, Lolo. Nope. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so we just had a nice Oops. eight-year-old elk that, you know, one day I'm going to give oh, him a bottle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, one day. Yeah, one day. I'm, I'm holding it for ransom. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody's been ranting and raving about that barrel. I tasted it a couple of months ago, but, you know, I can't taste it today because someone didn't bring me my bottle. But... <laughs> But the point being is you get really good barrel picks. We're picking about 10 barrels a year now. So check them out at theoriginalbourbonclub.com. Yeah. Actually, uh, as a, each member, we were only allowed one bottle on this. Yeah. Cause it's and very, so it's a small I told barrel. George I bought him a bottle and I actually told them I was buying George a bottle. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually keeping it myself. Yeah, that bottle will <laughs> never be seen apparently. <laughs> but it was, but it was an eight year old barrel and apparently it lost a lot to angel share. Yeah, so. I did. Lost a fair amount, even though they sit there at very high altitude. They lost a fair amount of angel share. So, anyways, yeah, as George is lighting us, check us out. As he's lighting up, check us out on Instagram, X, Twitter, whatever the hell you're calling. Yeah, what it is today. it now? Is it, oh, I don't know. Freaking, I still call it Twitter. I care because I never get on. I don't. Yeah, I don't even have an account with that. But so, we do. Cigars and Spirits Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Cigars and Spirits Podcast. Once again, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, Instagram, and Facebook. So check us out there. And email at Cigars and Spirits Podcast at gmail.com. I screwed up on the last one. I just said Cigars and Spirits, but it is Cigars and Spirits Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Again, you guys want us to do tastings or something, let us know. So 
you're a little bit ahead of me on your cigar. It's a cheroot. They're it's a cheroot. very, very stout in flavor. So, um, I mean, that they're KFC. You get that heavy KFC, that heavy yeah, you do. char, that true char. And that's, it's a little bit of leather. Yeah. It's kind of got leather. Oh, oh, yeah. Tannic oh, it's leather. tannic. Yeah. yeah. It's woody tannic. Uh, you get some la- leather. Getting little undertones of notes. Uh, undertone. Undertones of notes. <laughs> notes. Undertone notes of nuts. <laughs> undertone notes of nuts. There it's we a go. musical cigar. He's getting notes. <laughs> getting notes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If, if you puff on it hard, though, it gets nutty. bitey quick. I was trying to get this one part lit up and I took on a real hard puff. Oh, yeah. It bites you quick. It bites your tongue. Yeah, this is one, one you definitely don't smoke very hard. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, Bar and Grill fans, it's Jim with Madhouse Bar Talk, where me and my co-host sit around and talk about the things going on around Madhouse Bar and Grill in Elyria, Ohio. The whole conversation is unscripted, uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby. Yeah, simple. Well, I actually also said earlier, it's very linear. Yeah. It is. It's a very linear cigar. And honestly, guys, there ain't no first, second, third, third from flavor changes. It does not change. Well, it, it goes from much, the fat part to the skinny part. It just gets hotter. <laughs> yeah, great. It just, does, it just gets hotter. It <laughs> womp, The flavors womp, don't womp. change on these. So anyways, let's talk about this cigar real quick, and then I can also get into uh, the company. Sorry, my mic's off a little bit today. Oh, let me readjust here. So this version was actually invented in 1948, the Tuscanello. And um, basically, they ended up, after the war, having a shit ton of surplus cigars that were twice the length of this. Oh, really? And just because they couldn't sell them? or Because of the war, yeah. Yeah, yeah there was yeah. no, you think about it, World War II, they were part of the Nazi but with I Italy. But they weren't cutting down tobacco or aging and stuff. As, I mean, No, it just sat around. They made a ton and cool. they just sat around and weren't able to move them during the war. So they ended up with a massive surplus. So they took these and they cut them in half and cut the price in half. Because also people coming out of the war, there was less money, yeah. things like that. And that's what started this. So this size inversion... Started like I said, 1948. The the Tuscanello. So um, its filler is Italian and North American Kentucky KFC. Yeah. Uh, the production factory is Cava de Torini, um, and once again started in 1958. So and it's they call 48 it 48 or 58. 48. Sorry, sorry, my 40, bad. Okay. 48. And the shape they call it a truncated cone. Yeah. And the family is of the natural Amazetati. Is the uh, family that comes out. So they have a, a version that's longer than this and a couple other odds and ends and versions of that. Hmm. So that's it about the scar. Very simple. You know what? When I used to tour on motorcycles, do road trips and stuff like that, I'd buy these or I'd get the uh, the uh, American versions that come out of Pennsylvania. And they were great for touring because you didn't need a big humidor. You didn't yeah. have to keep them dry. You didn't worry about it. And uh, the interesting thing, the process and get into that you know i'll get into the process a minute after you talk about the beers i know you have a lot to talk about <laughs> yeah, dude it's gonna be like a 20 minute dissertation on the beers you ready <laughs> yeah read us a story let's let's do a tasting with the yes, cigar let's and, do a tasting because it's, it's really long and i want to prepare the audience <clears throat> so i'm gonna take a puff and try with the grapefruit could be it's german and you know it goes back eons well i gotta say i just did a big hard puff on it and it is mellowing out a little bit on the cigar 
Yeah, no, mine has. It's probably my taste buds have been murdered. So yeah, ooh, with the grapefruit makes it more tart. It does makes that grapefruit really tart, really tart, really sharp. Yeah, almost almost like a sour beer. Yeah, it almost turns it into a sour beer, and it brings out more of the tannin in the cigar. But they go well together. You're a tart. You're you're a sweet tart lover. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) I mean, it's tart. It's actually a good combo. All right, let's try with the but pineapple. Man, that that aftertaste of the the cigar just hangs on with that mm-hmm. KFC. Yeah, it doesn't go away. Oh, that pineapple's good though. Makes the pineapple sweet. Oh, that's delicious. So you do this puff with the pineapple. Yeah, it sweetens the pineapple beer, but you still get that undertone of that tannic, smoky cigar. Yeah. Yeah, it does yummy. dial the cigar down a tad. It does. Which is actually not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. It dials it down, but it, you, those undertones, that charry KFC undertones come through. That's actually damn delicious. It's not a bad combo. I'm a, I'm a, Either I'm, way, that's not yeah, bad. Yeah, I'm more of a sweet lover, so I like that it makes the pineapple sweet, but yet you see it, the undertone of the, the smoky of the tobacco. It's not bad. That's, These are actually pretty... <laughs> I'm pleasantly surprised because I went into this going, yeah, yeah. Me too. I'm kind of shocked. And again, on a hot summer day, nice cold beer, a cigar that's small and won't blow you away. I mean, Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Strap yourself in. You ready for the uh, Burkharf? <laughs> oh. All right. So it's owned by Blue Spirits Import, which they're actually owned. Uh, I'm sorry. The, the company itself is owned by Blue Spirits Import. They're located in Kaunas City, which is the capital in, of industry in Lithuania. Uh, the company themselves is UAB Concraft. They say they're a smart craft distillery because they use science and knowledge based on meeting the highest quality standards. So if you look at pictures on the website, it, it is a very modern facility. And they say they, they are the most technologically advanced small brewery and distillery in Lithuania. <laughs> and they go to great lengths to say that half of their employees are disabled. <laughs> <laughs> now, they don't say it was like mentally disabled, physically disabled. I don't know. <laughs> are they are they importing them from Ukraine? <laughs> uh, might be bringing Ukrainians in. I don't know. They have a, they make a Belgian Pilsner, a pineapple that we're doing, a grapefruit that we're doing, and a blueberry beer, which is actually blue. That's it. <laughs> it's, I mean, I went to the company's website. I went to seven other different websites. You know, when did it start? Why is it called Burgolf? We're so proud of our stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, it's but I mean, seriously, go through it. It's a cool website, and they'll tell you, you know, how well, their beers taste, so, but how did they make it? So I'm at a local grocery store, one of our local, you know, uh, grocery stores, and I'm rolling through buying sh- stuff, and I go down to see if they had any Schufer, because they now carry Schufer yeah. and Stiegel and stuff, and I see this, and I just, you know, I'm in a hurry. I see the name. I'm like, oh, German name. But then I see Belgian. What's it say? Belgian style ale. Yeah. Of course, my brain sees Belgium and ale. Doesn't see style. I'm like, oh, yeah. this got to be a Belgian beer. Belgian beer. Yeah, I get it home. And then I start Lithuania. reading. Then I start reading a little closer and go, I got duped. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I, it's good. I'll buy this again. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. I'm it, buying it again. And honestly, when I was reviewing it this morning, um, I went to a lot of other people who reviewed it and they all kind of did the same thing you did. It's like Lithuanian beer, huh? And they all walk away going, damn, it's really good. And again, it's 5.5% by volume, and it's cheaper than Stiegel Rydler's. They Their price was the same. Oh, there was? Good. Yeah, so four pack, this four-pack for each one was ten ninety nine, which is the same as Schufer and Stiegel at, at this particular grocery store. Yeah, see, when I was looking on the internet, the 
places where I was fine. It was like a buck to two bucks cheaper for a four pack compared yeah. to the Stiegel Rattler. I'm like, so you're getting more alcohol, big 500 cc, I mean, 500 milliliter. Uh, well, yeah, beer. it's the same size as the Stiegel cans yeah. and the Schufer cans, but, the big Schufer cans. Yeah, they're the same size, but this is twice the alcohol in it. And it, I mean, more I, bang for your buck. Yeah, and that pineapple, I'm telling you, that you it's can get, good. You can get in trouble because it drinks like pineapple juice. Oh, yeah. And it's five and a half percent alcohol. It's good. That's called Penny and Fruit of Loom Droppers. Because. <laughs> <laughs> You start sucking those down on a hot summer day. Next oh, thing man. you know, you're ripped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, and the drink's easy. It doesn't fill you up. Because, again, huh. I love the Schufelhofer, but I said it's filling. Yeah, all that yeast in it. The Stiegel so Rodlers, you drink them down like lemonade. Yeah, because Stiegel has a lot less yeast in it. A hell of a lot less yeast. So. I dropped my damn cigar. Oh, no. Look, it still and looks the what? same. <laughs> it didn't do anything to it. <laughs> it doesn't crack. It doesn't. I mean, yeah. did the same. Dude, it's awesome. So, these cigars, the company Toscano started in 1815. Wow. So been around a little while. Yeah. And the legend goes, it's a legend. We don't know how accurate it is when they say legend. They say uh, they had a bunch of, they had imported a bunch of Kentucky tobacco. Just, you know, start rolling and making their own cigars. And uh, a batch of it was left outdoors and got completely soaked during a summer downpour. So they decide, you know what, we'll save it. We'll just kind of dry it out and we will uh, then just kind of mix it in with everything else. Well, once again... They started rolling in cigars after they dried it out, and it created that nice, hard, dry-based cigar. And they loved the taste because it created a, a, a different type of fermentation process. Because yeah. you think about when you're fermenting in the, in the barns and mm -hmm. stuff, it stays dry. Adding the wetness, which reminds me a lot of Perique, because they ferment Perique tobacco with water under pressure. They always add a little bit of water and yep. keep it wet. So that's what it did. It brought out, in their opinion, a unique flavor, and that's what started it. So they really started producing and selling in 1818. And this is all in Italy, in the, the Tuscany region of Italy. And, uh, Toscano. Yeah, Toscano. So Ferdinand III, he was the Grand Duke of Tuscany, founded it. He founded the, uh, the Manufattura uh, factory in Florence, and that's where these fermented cigars began. Hmm. So now they did change up their process. They started rolling them then wetting them, and then f letting it ferment with light wetness, and then drying them and creating this nice, hard cigar. Educate me. I don't know of any other cigar rollers that's wet in a cigar out there that's made. Um, I mean, this is a very similar process. Like I said, the ones in, they do, and they came from Italy to, to the U.S. Yeah, but they're wetting the tobacco. You're telling me they're wetting the cigar. Well, yeah, they're doing the cigar first, and then they, they mist it to keep it mist and wet and let it ferment as the cigar. And then once they take it out to let it dry, it then dries hard. But do you know of any other cigar manufacturers no. doing not really. They, they missed the tobacco before no. they rolled the cigar. Yeah, but they get it wet and then they let okay. it ferment. I know some people yeah. humidify their aging barns and that kind of stuff. Uh, but, yeah, to know. a point. Uh, not the aging barns. Aging barns never humidified. Now, no, I've read some places, one brand that does that. They do humidify their aging barn to let the yeah. cigars come If you go of, around like Dominican, yeah, none they're of all those. just. Yeah, it's to, even in the U.S., anything. Yeah, yeah it's you, they do keep their aging rooms for the regular cigars. At a 72% right, right. is what they're looking for. But anyways, yeah, it's it's an interesting process. So now in 1850, they started bringing, doing experiments and bringing in tobacco, uh, Kentucky seed, and trying to grow actual Kentucky tobacco and cultivate it there in Italy, in, uh, in the Tuscan region. And it took them 40 years until they figured it out, Jeez. got it established, started getting plants at work, getting them to grow, figuring out the soil and everything, 40 years. And after that, they you know, start really using their own. Now they still are importing, uh, KFC. Mm -hmm. They're not doing that process. So they are still importing KFC. But the coolest thing is I love this 1964. So 
The Toscano cigars were featured in numerous films. Can oh, you guess? Clint Eastwood. Exactly. Yeah. So the the Sergio Leone's Dollars trilogy, you know, fistful of dollars, yep. a few dollars more. The cigars he had were these Toscanos. Yeah, these little shirts. Now, yeah. now, obviously, they weren't the short ones. They were the longer ones. Mm-hmm. So before 1948, they were the regular Toscano, not the Toscanellos, which that started in 48, which we're doing there where they cut them in half. But they were the standard that that basically five and a half. Yeah, the long one. Six inch length. Yep. So that and that really, really then put them on the mat to the U.S. side. And but the, the the longer one doesn't have like a belly in the middle. Uh, they have a version of that, but not the one they used in the sh- in the movies. That the bellied version came later. Okay, no, yeah, that came a little bit later. I remember seeing so, way back yeah, when and, there was and one that's like a- an aged one they started doing. They have a belly in the middle, and they're aging that tobacco for a full year. Oh wow! Before they roll it. Have you ever had one of those? I never nope, had one. I've can't. I've never seen them. Yeah. I've only read about them, but I've never seen one in person. But yeah, it's got a nice belly, and that's their full age. These are actually aged a few months. Huh. These have a couple months on them, which is not not bad for what it is and what they're doing. So no, I'm actually past the the fat part, getting back down to just the middle of the cigar. It has mellowed out a lot. It's just just a simple, easy smoking cigar with that little that little KFC. You have that like that's a little slight. I can't really say it's mesquite. It's a mixture of different woods, but uh, it's mesquite ish. Yeah. It smoked. It's Kentucky smoke. That's why, like I said, when I used to tour our motorcycles, these things were great. You could sit around a campfire. You'd be out camping and, you know, pop these things out and enjoy one or two and just, yeah, nice. As you can hear me gulping on the mic, I just did it again with the pineapple. That's good, man. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm halfway through it now, and it's it's definitely mellowed out. Mm-hmm. It's definitely mellowed. But, man, that KFC's... And I'm not a big KFC fan. Me neither. But in here, it's the number one flavor, but it's still a good one. But it's just, it's the number one flavor, but it's not a lot of it, mm-hmm. which is hard to say, right? Yeah. I mean, it's the first thing you taste, but it's it's I get, balanced with the other, I hate to say it, cheaper tobaccos, because they're not, they're not no, complex. No, these are not expensive. No, I mean, not. shoot, the, uh, this box of five is just a few bucks. Yeah. I mean, they're not expensive. But it's just enough there to give you some interesting character to the stick. And, I mean, look, the aftertaste, the retrohale. Retrohale, you're getting a little toasted nuts. Let me say. Absolutely. Let me do another one. Get a little leather, toasted nuts. Try Obviously leather. the char, KFC char. Hint of coffee. You got a little, a little black coffee. Yeah, Absolutely. It's actually not a bad stick, actually just, especially for the money. If you something. smack it, you get a little bit of just anise. <laughs> you really do. They actually have anise-flavored versions. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. They have uh, yeah, anise and amaretto. For, what is it, six, seven bucks for five sticks? Yeah, it's just a few dollars for five little sticks. Yeah, it's they're, they're inexpensive. And once again, you don't have to worry about keeping them in a humidor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of the best parts of it. Well, I had to laugh because, like I said, when we first took them out the box, they were like little bricks. And now you sit out, you know, Louisiana humidity has suddenly got a little spongy. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're absorbing a little bit, but still. But I'm pleasantly surprised. So now yep. I'm down to the final, what, inch? <laughs> let's do it to two beers. I, I've been gravitating more to the pineapple, but let's get grapefruit as due. Did grapefruit still, still it's more on the sour side, which is fun, actually. It's different. But that sourness is not as refreshing. Yeah, the sourness has died down some now, though. Yeah, on the you know now you're getting it down on the stick. It's not quite as tart, but still refreshing. It's really good. 
I like them. I mean, look, I wouldn't turn either one of them down. Yep. Let me try the pineapple for one f- final taste here. Ah, that pineapple's so damn good. That is, man. It's making it sweeter. As the cigar goes so down, it just keeps getting sweeter and sweeter. It's just so good. Oh. Yeah, either one of them. Look, if you're, if you're a sweet lover, you're going to love the pineapple. If you're more of the tart lover, great grapefruit. They're yep. both. But they're both out. Actually, they're really, really damn good. Yeah, and when you're out there, sweat, look, this would be a nice beach cigar. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know, hey, I don't want to bring my little box out there to keep all my cigars perfectly That's humidified, point, yeah. yada, 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 yada. And boy, I just bring some cans of beer yep. out there, throw them in ice chest. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that's that's my point. Yeah. Oh, the other brand I used to, uh, Parodi. Yeah. P a r o d i, and they're out of uh, out of Pennsylvania. I always call them peyotes. Peyotes. Every <laughs> time <laughs> so I was like, I got peyote. Mean me peyote? No, I don't have any peyote. I'm like, I, I know, I know, but my buddy would never get that joke. <laughs> well, I don't know if we that's can break it. this down anymore, huh? No, that's it, man. Not a whole guys, lot else. <laughs> yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Look, this is a. Uh, I'm impressed. I've never had this beer. Never had this cigar. Damn good. Came out pretty decent. Inexpensive. Actually, very inexpensive. Yeah. I mean, you bought four beers for 10 bucks? Yeah, $11. Okay, $11. $10.99. $10.99. Yeah, 11 bucks, four beers. And five sticks for five bucks? Six and they're bucks. import beers. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, Lithuanian import. beer. Lithuanian, man. So if next week we all have a third hand or you know, <laughs> a, a third eye, hey, sorry. <laughs> it's Lithuanian beer. I don't know how much radiation is in this beer. But guys, go out, get one of these, enjoy life, as we always say. Consistent. I'm in a continual, permanent, protracted, unending mood.